art, comedy, pop culture, and much more. You're listening to ACPN. They say it's not about the destination, but the journey. And while every story has a beginning, we're here to talk about the end. Hey everybody, it is Podcast Rob. With James Hatton. And we are here recording yet another episode of The End. Chine some. So, for those of you who are maybe listening for the first time, The End is when we talk about a series finale. Uh, just the finale of a show. Or, in the case of this show, I like to pronounce it The Finally. <laughs> I don't know whether you've ever told you've ever used that joke before, but that was brilliant. I haven't. I, I, I it kind of came to me before we recorded our previous episode. Uh, but yeah, if ever a mispronunciation of finale to finally was meant for a show, it is our episode of the end where we discuss Marvel's Iron Fist. So let's also if, really quickly. If ever a show had a sound effect, this one would be. Yeah, I think one one of the important ideas of the end is that some shows got a finale. Some shows didn't. Iron Fist sort of fits somewhere in the middle where I want to say that they had finished it um, around the same time they knew that Marvel Netflix was was a dying breed. But they still, given that they weren't sure whether Disney uh, Disney was going to pick up these shows or not, they left some hangers, they left some straggling plots for some reason. So it fits somewhere in the middle of like, is it a complete actual finale or is it just the last episode they got? I mean, it's the finale of the season, so that counts. But it's, it's also such a weird <clears throat> duck. It's also the end of the show, so right. But it still no, I'm fits. saying. No, it fits our premise. I'm more wondering whether they knew. Because it feels like they would have done something different if they knew. Um, all right, let's... Discussing the, the show as a whole so first. So I, I, th- I don't think they knew. And I'm okay. just going to throw this out there because uh, the final episode of Iron Fist, which is their... Uh, 10th episode of season two season one was 13 episodes season two 10 uh a duel of iron aired on september 7th 2018 daredevil series finale and uh, aired on october 19th uh and i don't think at the time that daredevil knew they were not getting a season four right Okay. So Daredevil aired after the Iron Fist season two. So I have to say that at the time they were not aware that this was not going to get picked up. Okay. Now, Iron Fist Netflix, as a whole. Netflix canceled the series on October 12th. Oh, okay. So just a week before the series finale of Daredevil did they cancel Iron Fist. So when this yeah. aired, they did not know. That is at least useful information. Um, as far as Iron Fist as a whole, <clears throat> pardon me, goes, I saw all of season one. We've mocked it endlessly in previous episode uh, with our good friend Tim Stevens. Um, I didn't watch season two. I sort of, once Netflix, once Disney canceled Netflix, 
I watched Daredevil. I watched Jessica Jones, and I think that was it. I don't think I saw... Um, you know what? I did see the second season of Luke Cage. I 100% skipped the second season of Iron Fist, even though I was told by people, it gets better. But they said it like that, as to say, you're not missing much, but you are a comics fan, so there is something there for you. Uh, so I came into this blind with, uh, I watched the last two episodes to sort of resecure myself. Did, did you watch this one it aired? I did. Go on. <laughs> What'd you think? Oh, that was, that was basically, I thought that was the, all, <laughs> all that really need to be said. Well, uh, a show, you can find this show. A show something. has to be amazingly impressive to have the viewership of the second season be what has made them decide to cancel the show and yet the second season is also like worldly renownedly commented to be amazingly better than the first season and yet still bad enough to get your show canceled yeah uh, what I <laughs> go ahead I felt I was gonna say from the the period of the, the what I found interesting about the last two episodes and specifically the finale is this show is and this probably is why people liked it more this show's no longer about Danny Rand it's barely about Danny Rand. Excuse me. He, he, his plot throughout the finale felt like the B plot when compared to Colleen Wing's plot. And I understand there's a, there's a fight over who's going to get the fist and there's a fight over who's got the fist and there's, I don't know, there's like a I'll fist tell for you, a bowl. I'll tell you who got the fist. The audience Ayo. got the fist. Um, and for some reason, Davros wants this magical, mystical bowl, and he was, he's got the fist, and da, 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 da. It feels so secure from the beginning of the finale that Danny isn't going to end up with the fist, if only because the show is following Colleen Wing. It's following her emotions. It's following her struggle. It's following um, her friend getting killed, the kid. Uh, it follows her, this emotional plot of between her and Misty Knight. And yeah, Danny Rand is there and he has a couple action sequences and there's stuff going on around him. But he really feels like the wacky neighbor at this point. So let's be clear. The whole reason season two was a lot better than season one was because it brought in uh, <clears throat> more focus on Colleen Wing. Uh, it brought yeah, they- in... Uh, Misty Knight, who was a great in uh, in uh, Cage, um, it was just it was a good it was a good idea to not make the focus about Danny because I don't think I don't think people really connected with Danny in the first season because there was a lot of stuff that was bad. We were even talking before we came on recording here, like he was bragging on social media about, Hey, we did 15 minutes of practice in this fight scene before we filmed it. That's not something to be proud of because you're not good at this. So only getting 15 minutes of practice is not a good thing. 
Um, he was he was unrelatable as a character, and I understand we're talking about Marvel heroes. So yes, I get it. That, you know, a, a man who has ninja powers, who is blind and deaf because of a mutagen that he split that he fell in, isn't very believable. But Danny Rand came at the exact wrong time. That number one, it's very similar to the Green Arrow plot. Um, and Arrow is a really fun show where guy who they thought was dead mystically and magically appears and now he feels very different albeit in Danny Rand in uh, Iron Fist they played it more to comedic like he's just the Fisher King wandering around heisting cars or whatever the hell he's doing Yeah, but there's no relatability to this multi this multi-millionaire fighting for his ownership of his corporation comes back looking like he actually is a Whole Foods and we're supposed to feel in some way connected to him and I, I will go on record and say I do not have a problem with Finn Jones being cast in the part. No, no, it's I have the a part. Yeah, yeah, I have a real problem with the writing of the character. I think in those scenes where he was, ha- where he was playing Danny, and he was being conversational, Danny, either with his board of directors or with Ward or with Joy or with, you know, anybody else in the show. When he was just having conversations and dialogue as Danny, I didn't have a problem with it at all. It was really the fight sequences that he was involved in and some of the uh, effects that the show decided to go in that really just kind of completely took me out of the whole thing. Especially when compared to Daredevil. Yeah. Where those fight sequences... I mean, we walked out of Daredevil season one and everybody... Like, people were telling each other, like, I know you don't like comics, but go to... Episode four, 16 minutes in, sit back and watch for six minutes. Yeah. You will want to watch the rest of this show. Like that was the, that was the stinger for Daredevil. In Daredevil, when you say the hallway scene, that's a great, that's, that's a compliment. That's a thing you have to go check out. In Iron Fist, when they say the backflip over the cab, that's because it's become a fucking meme on how horrible it was filmed. Uh, that being said, uh, the series finale ended up being episode 10, season two, a duel of iron, uh, should and fire should be noted. Every episode is named after a comic book title that the character of Danny Rand has appeared in. Mm-hmm. So trying to stay some sort of, you know, homage ish to the comics and to the source material. Uh, that being said, uh, trying to get the power of the fist, uh, Davos has his, uh, ceremony to make that happen interrupted. Uh, he flees back to his hideout where he is pursued by Colleen Wing and Danny. Uh, Danny warns them that killing Davos will kill Colleen because they were trying to, she was trying to take the fist from Davos so that way he wouldn't have that power anymore. And if we kill Davos, we kill Colleen as well because it's kind of a shared thing now. Uh, Typhoid Mary was in this season, uh, yes. which was actually really cool. She was probably my favorite main-ish character in this show. I mean, I loved Misty Knight and what she was doing, but watching Alice Eve play Typhoid Mary, I thought was absolutely brilliant in this season. That was one of the, when I heard that um, Typhoid Mary was going to be in this, I, it was legitimately the one thing that made me go, maybe I will watch it because as a character, uh, specifically from Daredevil, 
Typhoid Mary is an amazing character in the right hands. Right. Um, so the fact that she was in the mix and admittedly her plot and epilogue um, mean probably the least to me <clears throat> having not seen the rest of the season because I wasn't there for the beginning of it. All I got was like her and that girl who looks sort of like her um, talking about what they're going to do with their lives at the end where I was just like, Oh, okay. I don't know. Um, it was the one subplot I wasn't able to pick up on. Like I understood the Davros plot very quickly. Yeah. yeah. I understood the Colleen plot very quickly. The Iron Fist plot. I understood all of them. They were very cookie cutter, which is a sign that you're probably not working on a very, very well, deeply plotted show. That like I understood almost everything that was going on right from the forty five minutes I watched <laughs> was was very shallow as far as yeah, storytelling yeah. goes. Um, that being said, it was still, in my opinion, very enjoyable to watch. Sure. Uh, again, much better than the first season. the The interest level was much higher for me during the second season, watching everything. And like I said, because I think it was they expanded the whole thing into Colleen. Uh, I don't know much about the Iron Fist comics. I wasn't like an Iron Fist comic reader when I did my comic stint. Um, mm. But I know about Colleen Wing and uh, Misty Knight and the whole Daughters of the Dragon thing. And to yes. see them kind of pair up with each other, I was like, yo, this could be really cool. Like if they start Iron Fist with the whole Danny Rand thing and then slowly kind of spit it off to where... Iron Fist isn't about the character, but it's about the power, and we follow who has the fist. Like, that could be cool. We're not just going to focus on Danny Rand. You know, he's not going to be the overarching uh, star of the show. I thought they may have actually been onto something. Mm -hmm. um, this was the first season that I really didn't mind watching uh, the character of Ward on my screen. Uh, up until the second half of this season, I had come to the conclusion after watching this and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. that if your character's name is Ward, you are an <laughs> asshole. Uh, and that pretty much holds true for all of season one and most of season two of Iron Fist. Uh, however, once Colleen rests the rest of the power from Davos and has the fist, uh, she prepares to protect the streets of Chinatown uh, as the new wielder of this power, as the new Iron Fist, that kind of leaves Danny's the odd man out. He's like, "Well, I, I don't, I don't have the fist anymore. I'm Davos is I'm go back under, to whole food. Davos is under arrest. Uh, Colleen's got the, the power. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave. I'm, I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna go. And he leaves New York yeah. uh, because Davos had a corpse from a previous Iron Fist, which is what he was trying to use to get this whole ritual thing going. So he goes to find this character, Orshan Randall, who is apparently the guy who gave Davos the corpse. I just got him, you know. Yeah, book corpse guy. Bookshelves full of them, you know. I know, I, mean I know a guy. Uh, Ward travels with him, and then there's kind of a time jump, and we see them in, like, this dusty kind of bar, you know. Yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely, like, Japanese or Korean. It's, it's definitely Asian uh, and... It, it almost is lit like a, 
I don't know, like a pirate ship almost, the way it's lit with sort of the, the lanterns and things. And the yeah, it's not like a Main Street bar. This is like a, no. you know, this is like an, you know, out back in the woods kind of speakeasy kind of bar almost. Mm-hmm. Uh, and shit starts to go, go down and Danny pulls out these two fucking like Wild West revolver kind of things. And they start to glow with the Iron Fist power. And this was where the episode completely fucking lost me. Like, they had me up until the last 30 seconds of this episode. I was going to say, it's the and last 10 seconds. everything went just to shit. Like, it's almost like they didn't realize that they were doing better, and the last 15, 20 seconds of this episode proves they had not at all learned their lesson on they anything. Stumbled, they stumbled upon average and then followed it up with what they had given you before. So, so for the viewers... For the viewers listening, and for those of you listening into the chat on Twitch.com, I want you to do a little. Uh, I want you to do a little pantomime experiment with me. I want you to follow along. For the listeners who are listening to this when it airs, I want you to follow along as well. I want and James, you can follow along too. I want you to. I want you to make a pair of finger guns. Okay, I want you to make finger guns with your hands, James. I'm watching you make finger guns. I'm making finger. We're on a delay. Okay. And now I want you to put both of your arms straight out from your shoulders so they are parallel to each other, okay? okay? And now I want you to envision something three feet in front of you, okay? Okay. No, no, James, straight out. Like, straight out from your shoulders, not, We're- not on the screen. Like, put your arms straight out. No bent they elbows. Are. Straight out. Oh, my God, they are. Right. The camera creates a so field they of are, depth. So they are parallel to your shoulders. Uh, and now I want you to pull the triggers on those guns, and I want you to imagine the bullets coming out of those barrels, making 30-degree angles and hitting the thing that is a foot in front of you, making one hole with both of those bullets. Are you envisioning how that is physically impossible to happen? I am, indeed. That is exactly what happened in the last 18 seconds of this episode. Like, he pulls out these revolvers in slow motion, and his arms and his hands and the guns start to grow, glow yellow, and he gets this crazed kind of like, yeah, kind of Wild West vision, and he pulls the trigger, and the bullets come out of the gun at the same time, and literally a foot in front of the guns, the bullets meet. Mm-hmm. Which is not, I'm not a gun guy, but I am fairly certain that is not how guns work. Nor am I, and uh, it, I can tell you like, that that is also true. They don't. I was I was so drawn into this second season and seeing that just the stupidity of that just completely left me with such an absolutely horrid taste in my mouth that it completely eliminated and erased any previous goodwill that this second season had brought to itself, and I was just like, "Fuck this whole show." Well. Don't and care. Aside from the bullets, let's address that I presume at least half of this season was about who's going to control the power, who's going to have the iron fist, who's going to do this, who's going to be the one that, that protects us, who's going to be the one that protects uh, Kunlin. And even in this episode, Danny Rand goes, you know it has to be you, to Colin Wing. And we get at the very last scene, we see Colin, uh, Colleen Wing in the city with her iron fist, which is projected as like a light katana. 
It's badass. Ass. Yep. So not 10, 15 seconds later, you show Captain Privilege on a cruise off to some other bumblefuck who also has the Iron Fist powers, utterly disregarding the entire emotional subplot of, at the very least, the finale, and I presume most of the season. It's, it's just, I'm sure the writers who thought they were going to get more time were like, oh my God, what if people believe there's two Iron Fists or, and they're going to want to know what happens when these two meet and it's going to, and all the while you're like, but you just showed me the coolest thing you possibly could have showed me and Colleen. And now you're showing me dirt, dirt, back with his powers that he gave up and didn't want that he realized I don't have, he was, um, what's his face at the end of gremlins going, I love gizmo, but I can't have gizmo. I, I cannot be in control of gizmo. He's, he's just too much responsibility for me. Well, I mean, clearly if there was going to be a season three, it was going to explain the, you know, months, the months later between the time we see Colleen Wing standing in the middle of the street with a glowing white arm and hand and light katana to Danny using gun foo (laughs) and, you know, two fucking power fist pistols. There had to, there has to be an explanation between that, but the fact that we don't get that and there was no even sort of it was it was poor it was poor writing it was poor planning and you're correct that the the following season would have would have been the connective tissue between those two things we think but what we would hope anyway but by and large my problem my major problem is you're showing me colleen's got it now you're showing me that danny rand bland with the hand has it later why do I want to watch a season where the badass chick loses her powers and it goes back to Wonder Bread? I have no interest in that. I want to see the next scene is Colleen again, even further in the future, with a cyborg leg made of the Iron Fist light tromping through New York City. Like, I don't want Danny to have it. And I don't want Colleen to lose it. So there. By the way, I don't know whether there was an influence in the fight sequence between Colleen and Davros, but I really, really, really hope that it was um, my favorite Kung Fu movie of all time, The Last Dragon. Because they both have glowing fists, there's quits, 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 light effects. It just ve- felt very much the glow. Right, right. Again, it was like the Colleen Wing stuff and the uh, Mary Walker stuff was just great. It was good stuff. And the fact that, like you said, not not only is the physics of the last fucking scene horrible enough to pull me out of the whole show, but yeah, it undoes everything that was good and interesting about season two. It completely undoes it. Mm-hmm. It undoes it in a way that is almost insulting. Yeah. I think that is 
the exact right word for it. Because the it's, whole reason the second season started getting good was because there was less focus on Danny. We're taking mm-hmm. Danny away from being the main character. We're putting the focus on other people. We're letting other people do stuff. We're letting other people have fa- have powers. Fooled you. We're giving all the power back to the dude. And we're not even going to explain how we took it away from the people you enjoyed having it. We're just going to show you this little teaser thing. And then you'll have to wait until next season and hope we explain it well. Oh, and we got canceled. So now you're left with, you know, that fart in your mouth. But I, I, I will say at the end of that episode, they show a trailer for they, sh- they show a clip of Daredevil season three. And it makes me really want to go back and watch Daredevil. I, it was it was good. Daredevil was good. All three. I, there's parts of it that are weaker than others, but all three seasons of that show are enjoyable television. And I hope hope beyond hope that the rumors are true and that Disney is back in talks with um Putting, I don't remember the actor's name, putting him back Danny in the cowl. Thank you. So I also <sighs> think, if I remember correctly, Iron Fist was the first of the four TV shows to get canceled. Between uh, Iron Fist, you. Daredevil. Uh, Jessica and Luke. Jessica and Luke. I think that was the first one to get canceled. And then I think, I think Jessica was last. Because she was well, the because last I one think was shown. Her, because her season two came after Daredevil season yeah. three. Um, but I think Iron Fist was the first one to get canceled. And then I think it was, I almost want to say in rapid succession, it was Luke and Daredevil. Yeah. Uh, but because they had already aired their seasons and I think they were waiting for Jessica Jones to air before they said, oh yeah, we're getting rid of this one too. But by then the writing was on the wall. When you cancel, when you cancel, I mean, Luke Cage season two was way better than season one. But when you cancel that and Daredevil, which was by far your best show of the four. Um, the, the the writing was on the wall that they were going to get rid of Jessica Jones too, and I got to say I did like the Defender. I I don't care what people say. I thought the Defenders was good for what it was supposed to do. Yeah. Uh, because I think it put the right percentage of attention with the right people. Yes. Half of the half of the focus was on Daredevil because he was by far the strongest and best character, mm-hmm. and then you had. Uh, Jessica Jones and Luke Cage had about 20% each. And then the very tail end of it was, you know, Danny Rand because nobody gave a shit. Um, And to that point, the stuff with Danny Rand in the defenders is probably my favorite stuff of his. And that's because he was always, they teamed him up with Luke Cage quite a bit. Well, sure. And put him in his, and it obviously from the comics, but very much they, they established that, Luke Cage is a strong person, uh, emotionally of personality. He is much bigger and stronger. Again, not talking physically, but in the personality than Danny Rand. So he puts, he keeps Danny in his place and it makes that character so much more enjoyable, relatable, somebody who I'm intrigued to see where they go. Like their friendship could have made an interesting series. Right. Um, I agree. Defenders didn't... It was, it was fun. It was what I want out of a, a comic book crossover. They all fight each other. They all fight together. The bad guy goes. We move on. Right. So what about you out there in something land? What do you think of Iron Fist? Are we being too hard on it? Do you think that Bland Danny Ranch fight the hand yet again? You can find us where, Rob? 
You can go to somethingcast.com where you can find the repository for all things somethings. You can find our Twitter handles. You can find our Facebook link, our iTunes link, our Stitcher link, our uh, Apple Podcasts. Uh, all the different ways that you can get a hold of, get your hands on, and listen to some to some something. Sorry, uh, Noah threw a comment in chat. Uh, we are bookending this. This is a the second of a double header that we're recording in one night, and uh, uh, so Noah's comment in chat hated it, couldn't relate, ending didn't matter, uh, which were the same comments he made about the previous episode we recorded. So thanks for which, bringing that full circle for us, Noah. Yep. Which, if you happen to uh, have a great memory, you'll go, hey, it's that episode they just did. Yes. We're not telling you. But nope, not I, at all. You'll have to listen. Yeah, and they're probably sequential. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. With that said, we thank you all for listening. We thank you all for joining us. We will be back with uh, next week. <clears throat> Depending when this airs, will be another regular episode of Something Cast. Um, but you should come join us on twitch.tv slash something something cast every Tuesday where you can see the sausage be made. And we have a lot of other fun things we do. Absolutely. So with, with that, I'm James Satin. I'm Podcast Rob. We'll see you guys next time. Later. Later.